Hello friends, before we get into today's episode, which is gold as always, I have a very special announcement for you. Today's Wednesday the 22nd of December and the day we have been waiting for has arrived. The future self, 90 day journals, the journals that I have spent months creating and personally using, the journals that my clients have been using to transform their mindset around their goals is now available to buy. This is no joke. Now, these journals are so special to me because way before I started my business, when all I didn't know who I wanted to be, what I wanted to do, all I knew was that I was unhappy. I was miserable. I was stressed. I was in a job that felt very unfulfilling and I could see people around me having success and I had no idea how to create it for myself. I wasn't this person that you all see and know of me today. It took a lot of personal work, personal development, reading, listening podcasts to get me here. However, as much as I consumed all of that content and I could understand the concepts when I spoke about them to my friend, Very little has made that content as real for me as going inside and journaling and really discovering what my brain thinks about. Because what your brain thinks about creates. These journals are about four years really, or maybe even a lifetime in the making. Over my period of my career, I've been working with creatives to get them to understand their mindset and to be their most confident selves. The result of this work has had them selling out launches, launching their businesses, up-leveling their confidence in their day jobs and their careers, and sometimes even quitting them all together. In the Future Self 90-Day Journal, in the 194 pages, I have created daily prompts and questions for you to unlock your fears, overcome your biggest mindset hurdles, so you can be confident in your life and in your business. This is truly the gift that keeps on giving. I have been using my journal for the last few days and I can't actually imagine my life without it. It has transformed the way I'm thinking about my 2022 goals and to be honest I'm about to pack up for Christmas but my mind, my inspiration and my creativity levels are raring to go. Now if you want to get your hands on the journal I'm going to be going live on my Instagram at 10am today to do a full walkthrough of the journals. If you want to get your hands on one, all you have to do is go to the link in my bio at Kyra the Bold and jump on the journal waitlist as they go live at 7pm tonight. So if you're listening to this live, the day it comes out, the journals will be launching at 7pm tonight. You must be on the wait list in order to get that email when they go live at 7pm. Now, there are about 46 of you on the wait list at the time of recording this. 
Thank you for everyone who's joined the waitlist. But I do need to let you know that there are only 17 available. So you're going to have to be there and be super fast if you want to get your hands on one. I can't wait to send send these out to you. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews. I'm a manifestation obsessive and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self-doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online. So let's get into it. Hi friends, how are you? It's the 22nd of December and... I'm actually recording this way ahead of time, but I'm imagining myself on the 22nd of December, my future self, she's enjoying her life, she's celebrating her wins from the year, and she's snuggled up, very drunk in the corner, with a cup of mulled wine. Damn, I am proud of her. I've got a really fun episode for you today. I am being interviewed today. I'm not the interviewer, I am being interviewed. And I'm being interviewed by the amazing mindset and success success coach, Kat Horrocks. And she, we're talking all things manifestation, we're talking money, we're talking building a business, we're talking moving from fashion to becoming a coach. For those of you who don't know, I was a fashion, I worked in fashion styling before I transitioned into a coach. And so we really get into what that whole transition was like for me. I think maybe from the outside, it looked really smooth, but that is never the impression I want to give. It was a period of growth and transformation. And those are just very pretty words to say crying and telling yourself you can't do it. until you eventually do it. So I'm really sure that this episode is going to really inspire you and get you thinking about all the challenges that you've overcome this year. Because here's the thing, like you are all writing your own stories of success and business. In 10 years from now, five years from now, you're going to be looking back on this moment and thinking, wow, look at all the small things that I did to get me to where I am today, to that successful version of me today. So Kat, just a couple of notes. Kat mentioned that this episode, when she originally ran it on her podcast, she mentioned that it was the most feed, (laughs) in my notes I've written the most feedbackable episode which actually means nothing. I completely made that word. But I think she received a high level of feedback, like the most she's received on a podcast in a while, which is super fun. Um, And if you love this episode, I would love for you to give Kat a follow or let her know that you really enjoyed it. You can find her on Instagram at Kat underscore Horrocks. And yeah, she's she's a manifesting G. So I would definitely go give her a follow online. Anyway... Let's jump into the interview now, shall we? Kyra Matthews, welcome to the podcast. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on. So I am really excited today because I feel like we're so on the same wavelength with um, our views on the world, the universe, business, like everything. (laughs) Can you give us a bit of background to your business journey? Because 
I know that 2020 was quite um, a, a monumental, like really important year for you, as it was for many. So can you walk us through um, your businesses like beginnings? Yeah. So I feel like 2020 was the year where all of the things that I had been working towards, all these things I didn't even know I had been working towards came together. So before 2020, I was working in fashion styling, lots of amazing, amazing projects. I would work on movies with magazines and fashion was what I always thought I would do. But I was in this space where I was like, there's something off here like I'm doing all of these cool things working with really amazing people but there's there's more that I want to give there's more that I want to do there's more fulfillment that I want to find and the way I started that journey is I actually started a podcast in the summer of 2019 and I was talking to different creatives about um the finance and the business side of being a creative freelancer. So working in film, working in fashion, working as a writer. And I had just started that podcast on the side and people started to say like, hey, you're really good at this. I'm really enjoying the episodes. You could do something with this. And I was like, okay, cool. That's nice. I was still doing the fashion styling. I love the podcast, but wasn't thinking about doing anything really with it. And then the 13th of March came and the UK went into lockdown. It was the last day I worked on a fashion on set. The last day I worked on set, yeah. And I realised that I wasn't going to be able to do any more styling work. There was this horrible like, oh crap, all of my income is gone. It felt like all of my identity had gone and I had to find a new way to identify myself and also to bring an income into my life and my business. And I realized, wait, like I have this podcast. I have something that I've started. It now is the time to make that into a thing. Now's the time to do something with it. And essentially during 2020, especially at the beginning of 2020, I declared, I went on my Instagram, I declared I was a coach for creatives and I spent the year really defining what that meant for me and what that meant for my clients. And I started uh, my coaching journey by giving away lots of free sessions, going into Facebook groups, asking people what their problems are, like, how can I help you? How can I serve you? And really defining what coaching would be for me what my style would be and how I could best serve my community of creatives who I know so well because I used to be a creative fast forward over a year now from that period I have worked with so many creatives I've worked I've hosted masterclasses in several businesses and the work that I do now is so wonderful because I now am serving business owners and helping them take their ideas from really small seeds to something that gets to support them financially and move them closer to their larger potential amazing so so good love that story and I want to know like what that period was like for you because I think when someone go well when the whole world was going through that together but also you as an individual with you know that dread of I have no work how can I make money I'm in this weird like limbo zone 
Yeah. I always feel like those situations can go like either way. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, opposite, they're like opposite ways, aren't they? It can either like, you can either flourish or like flounder and go into this deep like de- depression you know that, that could have been a really rough time for you and I'm sure it was at moments so how did you support yourself through that and what was it actually like to go through that transition where I always describe it and I know we'll talk about manifestation it's like the period where there's no like there's no evidence that anything is happening for you but you've just got a step forward anyway Yeah, thank you so much for asking that question because it's really easy. Now I'm over that period, it's really easy to be like, oh yeah, like life was great. Like I just figured it out, it just came together. But actually, when I, as I think about what that year held for me, it was incredibly difficult just on like a human emotional level. So there were very lots of months where I was like I don't actually know if this is working I had so much doubt and so much cognitive dissonance you have to remember that I was when you're in fashion styling you are you're part of a supporting team you're behind the camera but you you're not really using your voice in the same way as you are being a personal brand so I had to go through so much sort of how do I want to describe it like the mental grind of being part of a supporting team behind the camera to I am the voice, people have to talk to me, look to me for direction and being that leader, I had to learn how to lead myself and also lead my community. And with that, it brought up so much imposter syndrome. Who am I to help people and to serve people and to really do this? can I make money in this way? Is that a real thing? Or is that just a fantasy that I've just seen on Instagram? And so all of that self-doubt combined with the realities of having to pay rent. This also happened at a time where um, in my personal life, I had broken up with my partner at the time and he had moved out the house. And so my expenses had doubled. So I never want to tell this story without that fact and reality, because I know so many people when they're starting something new, they're like, yeah, but how will I be able to pay my rent, my car payments? Like, that's a real thing for me. And there is something about putting yourself on the line where there is actual real consequences for not getting your you know shit together I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this podcast oh 100% okay fantastic there's something to be said when you actually put yourself on the line and there are real consequences for not figuring it out so often we can indulge ourselves in the confusion in the self-doubt and it becomes indulgent like we stay in that period of like oh I don't know if I can do this but when you're like okay my rent is due on the 20th I've got to put the pedal to the metal pedal to the metal and really figure it out even though it was emotionally painful and incredibly stressful at the time I learned the skill of manifesting one of the biggest lessons that I learned from that period is that if you are neglecting any of your negative emotions if you are thinking that manifestation is something that happens outside of yourself and that it's not something that you have to become you will not be able to create your life and that lesson from that time I'm literally getting chills as I say this to you but that lesson from that time will be a lesson that will create 
hundreds and thousands of pounds worth of value for myself and my clients because so I get questions like how do I manifest things do I have to write it down or say it out loud it really doesn't matter if you don't think you're the kind of person who can become and create that result and so every during that time 2020 on the 20th of my month of the month my rent was due like am I gonna step into this and become the kind of person who can run a business financially support herself finance um, and support her clients or am I gonna indulge in the confusion in the fear and you know ignore and try and bypass my negative emotions and it was always that choice and it really was like you know learning that muscle going to the gym and yeah I'm grateful for it, even though it was such a challenging time. Yeah, I was literally getting chills as you were talking then. Like, (laughs) wow. Yeah, so good. And I think I really want to dive deep into manifestation, but I really loved something you mentioned there when I asked, like, how did you get through it? You said you were learning to lead yourself. Mm. What What does that actually, or what did that look like for you in your day to day? Yeah. So one of my favorite lines from The Secret, the book, I read it almost every day. And one of my favorite lines from it is, in order to manifest, all you have to do is decide what you want and talk yourself into it. So in terms of leading myself every day, I would decide what I wanted, which was this business. I made that decision every single day. And I would go through any of the thoughts, beliefs or reasons or justifications for why I felt I couldn't have that, wasn't worthy or why I felt like it wasn't happening now. And so when I talk about leading yourself or leading myself, what I'm really talking about is getting the parts of your brain or identity that are resistant to change, resistant to growth, that are wanting to stay small and saying, hey, I see that this is really scary. This is a really scary, challenging time. I know you're putting yourself out there. You're doing everything you can. This shit is hard, but we're still going to show up. We're still going to do this thing. We're going to dive into the deep end because there's something to learn here. I believe that even though it's scary, we are going to make it out onto the other side. And it was about building that relationship with myself where I could acknowledge my negative emotions, really look at my fears and my limitations and start to unpick them. So I was essentially talking myself into what I wanted. I love that. And I think what a lot of people... um where a lot of people stumble with creating their dream life, going after their goals, manifesting, is they think their fear is them. Like they think that's, it's almost like, oh, well, that's the main opinion in my head and therefore that's me and that's the true opinion. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Or the truest opinion and it's not. That's just one part of you. Mm. And I think we we put so much weight in that one part of us and end up ignoring the other part of us it's like hey hey you've got this like we really want this cool thing yeah totally but I think it has so much to do with the way we're conditioned in society like one of the things that came up for me was 
do I, I was looking out into the marketplace at all the coaches I admired and they all had backgrounds that were very different to mine. I was coming from being a creative freelancer and I didn't see many coaches who had that background. And I think it goes back to like when we're in school, like your teacher's like, hey, like these are the career options you can do. You have to pick from something that already exists. So when you're going out and you're doing something new and you look out into the marketplace and there's no one who looks like you, has the same you know, educational background as you or whatever that thing may be, your brain is like, oh, it's not possible because I can't see it already existed. And then that's when the fear comes in. Your brain is like, it's like, no one's done this before. You're doing something new, like da, da, da. And it feels so real and so legitimate. And I literally think it's because the way we've been conditioned in society. But when you start to realize that the way the brain is designed, that you are gonna have thoughts and that those thoughts are simply sentences in your mind that you get to decide to believe them, to pick them up, to indulge in that fear, to be in that fear, or you get to decide to believe something new. The way I kind of like to think about it is you're probably not going to go from, oh, I don't think I can do this to, yes, I'm the best in the world in one leap, but you can start to look for evidence of, I think it could be possible for me to live this life and to do this thing and to start building up a case file for yourself of how that could be true. Okay, cool. You've tried some new things. You've got some evidence now. I think it could be possible for me to, you know, go full time in this thing I want to do or like raise my prices or launch this product or whatever. And you can start to slowly build up that evidence for yourself so you can get to that place of where you finally want to be but I think you know what you said acknowledging that the fear is there but also acknowledging that it's simply a sentence and you get to decide what sentences are going to define your life and what sentences are going to have no place in the life that you're trying to build yeah I remember I remember hearing someone say if you can acknowledge a thought then you're observing that thought therefore the real you is separate from that thought and I was just like like mind-blowing emoji when I heard that I love that it's like it's so interesting like the things that you remember that give you that mind-blown moment because I remember listening to a podcast and someone saying you know I didn't realize it was possible to do a job to like have a business and to be myself in that business and that for me was my mind-blowing turning point moment because I was like what the like what does this person mean that you can be yourself in your own business this was when I was working in styling and like just hearing that like shifted so much like that it was possible to create what you want and to really enjoy it and to make money from that and I think we are we have to like acknowledge the conditioning that we're taught to have jobs that pay well and managers that we don't really like and experiences that we don't really love and um yeah no I always think it's fascinating looking back at me now at back at me then being like what I can be myself because now I couldn't imagine being anything other than myself (laughs) oh I love that I love that and yeah um we're taught to like we're taught that work needs to be hard 
that like a good job should be grueling or we should be getting home at the end of the day like uh eye roll like you know showing up working for the man like all of this all this bs stuff that and then you're like what it's possible like I'm allowed to go against that are you sure like am I allowed (laughs) almost totally you're like am I doing something wrong like this is too easy what the hell's happening yeah love it so was manifestation the law of attraction was that part of your life before you started your business um when did you become like what's your journey with that discovering that did it become like you said just a necessity when you started your business like you needed that you needed to get on board with that real quick or was it like something you were already interested in before yeah so I love this question so my I grew up in a household where Tony Robbins was played on the TV and he was just a natural part of conversation when I was about 13 or 14 my Tony Robbins came to the UK and did one of his uh events I can't remember what it was called I think it was like power within or something like that yeah, we the weekend is unleash the power within isn't it yeah and I went to that when I was about 13 or 14 so I was always in this sort of these sort of spaces of you can do anything like you can achieve whatever you want like it's all into your thinking and about that time my mum gifted me the secret so I was a teenager, I was reading this book and I was like, oh, this is really interesting. I want to go test it out if it really works. And I tested out manifestation on my GCSEs. So I would, we would be doing um, mock exams and I really wanted just like to receive a list of A stars at the end of my GCSEs. And so I'd do my mock exams and I would write the grade that I wanted um, on the front of the paper. So every time someone received an exam from me it would already be marked with the grade that I wanted (laughs) it's like an instruction yeah I was like this I will accept no less yeah exactly I am available for nothing less than this thank you yes and I remember doing it on this mock exam in a science class and my teacher picking it up and, and she was like oh that's like she said that's ambitious or something along those lines and then I remember her face when she gave me that exam and she had in her green pen put down an A star and I was like this shit is popping and so um, I started visualizing myself on that GCSE day opening and getting the grades that I want long story short I got to that day when you get your results I opened it I think there were four A stars and three A's and two B's. Obviously, I cried because I got the two B's, but it felt so fun to have created that result for myself. And then I was like, okay, this stuff really works. This is really amazing. Um, I went off to university and, you know, you're with you're in a new environment, you're with new friends, you're doing new things. I totally forgot about manifestation and the spiritual side of myself. It was like, hey, there's this new world. I'm just going to forget everything I learned. And 
essentially I felt like that's when my life started to feel very disconnected I started to look for things outside of myself for my worth and my identity I started to you know question the trauma that I had from childhood and it came up in a way where I was like whoa I don't understand what's going on and after university I found myself in this really dark place mentally where I was like I wanted to work in fashion. I'm working in fashion now and life feels so hollow and so empty. And I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't love who I am. It was just a really dark time. And then that moment led me to get really back in touch with the work of Tony Robbins and The Secret and all of these things. And it led me to this path of being like, okay, you learned this in your childhood in your teens it's time to bring it back into your life and to integrate into what you're doing now and so I was already using manifestation as a process by the time that lockdown happened and I started my business in terms of my coaching I actually wasn't telling anyone about manifestation I was just going out and coaching people but then I realized the creatives that I was working with they didn't have that same it was almost like I was saying, hey, like you can believe in something new and they had nothing to anchor that new belief onto. And I realized it's because they didn't have this understanding of how the world works. If you're looking out into the world and you're, um, you're wanting to do something new and you don't think it's possible and you have all these reasons for why it's not possible for you, it can be really challenging to change your thoughts to be like, hey, I can do this. When you bring in the laws of the universe, the manifestation, that what you focus on, you must attract, that like attracts liked things, you come to understand that there's no reason why you can't have what you want. Humans have loads of reasons for why you can't be rich, why you can't be successful, why you can't run your own business, why a woman can't do this or what a woman can do or whatever. But they're all man-made limitations. When you tap in to the magic of the universe, what you realize is that there is abundance for you. You literally have to talk yourself into it. So in terms of my coaching, I realized that there was this gap in what people was experiencing and what I knew. And then I started to bring manifestation and spirituality into my coaching conversations and everything started to shift. It allowed my clients to, even if they couldn't quite get that belief in themselves, they were like, okay, but this is how the universe is. This is how the universe works. I have manifested a coffee before in the past, um, a song that I like playing. It allowed them to create more evidence that the universe was actually working for them. And it allowed them to let go of these man-made limitations that we create and that society just has. Mm, yeah. And I feel that like the way that you coach people as well and definitely your just approach is it's about it's making it fun and it feels like as with everything human beings try to like ruin you know make something really serious and really like step-by-step process and like you're just like it's a game you know when you when you're working in that way you're like let's see what the universe has got cooking for me today <laughs> like yeah, let's literally. see what I can let's see what I can 
like attract today it's a it's, it's like life is a game and it's fun and then building your business gets to be fun it gets to be this experiment like well let's see if I call in new clients or customers let's like show me like almost like give me that evidence universe and it becomes this it becomes this like dance instead of this really um monotonous like trudging through the mud like oh I need to make this work I need to grow this business yeah I literally can't see you having success with manifestation in that way of being monotonous oh I need to grow this business I need to do this thing I was just thinking about this before our chat actually because I'm hosting a workshop on how to quit your job and I was thinking about the beliefs and the limitations that really kept me stuck in terms of manifestation and one thing that anytime I hear this thought I'm like no let's every everyone stop and it's I need the money. I need the money. I need to make it work. It needs to happen now. What you're actually doing is you're coming from lack and limitation. Like you're looking at your bank account and you're like, I don't have the money there. I need it. And for me, maybe you're the same. Anytime you are desperately needing something, something external to change how you feel inside, it just doesn't manifest and it doesn't come through at the speed that you're wanting. When you look at life, business, money as a game, what it allows you to do is to step into those good feelings. It allows you to detach from the outcome. Things become more of an experiment. Okay, how did I create this? How was I responsible for creating this result in the past? Going forward, like what lessons can I take from that? Like, I talk about dating a lot. Like I love, you know, mixing up and like looking at how you can learn from different elements of your life where you feel really confident in and using those lessons in areas of your life where you feel less confident and less sure of yourself in. And I believe that the universe wants us to be abundant it wants us to be joyous and to enjoy each moment as it comes not necessarily to be happy all the time because 50% of life is going to be negative but I do believe that being happy being joyous and having fun is the number one way to create any manifestation Mm, yeah and it's so funny you mentioned dating because my you know when you talk about that neediness my thought process always goes to dating like you are dating the universe and like if you're flirting with the universe and if you're like oh baby like come and get me kind of vibes (laughs) like it's gonna come it's gonna be like things are gonna be drawn to you people are gonna be drawn to your opportunities all of that if you're like please call me back I need this I need you It's It's the worst. (laughs) And you can so tell, like I'm um, going for a period of like really fun dating at the moment. And I tell all of my audience about these fun dating stories that I'm creating. And when you're speaking to someone, even though they're not saying it, like I was talking to someone recently and organizing uh, meeting up for the first time on Hinge. So we met on Hinge, meeting up for the first time in real life. And this person's approach I'm like what is driving the things that you're saying right now 
because I can tell, I can smell the neediness, even though it's not being spoken about and not being said. And it's the same with money, especially when we're going into our business and we're marketing, right? When you're coming from that place where you're looking at your bank account, like, oh my God, my rent is due. I need the money. It comes across when you do your Instagram stories, when you're launching that thing, when you're in those sales conversations, it's just an energy that we can kind of smell. And so you always want to look at what are the thoughts that are driving my actions right now, because you can be doing the same actions, the different thought will create two different results. So you really want to go back to the drawing board and be like, yes, you may need money to pay your rent or like do whatever, but what are the actual thoughts and beliefs that are going to create that result that you're wanting? Mm, Yeah. I'd, I'd love to know if you're happy to share one or two like nuggets, <laughs> little rituals or tips um, that people can use to help with that mindset, especially when, you know, if say someone is listening right now who is in a similar situation that you were, they're like, fuck, I need to pay my rent or my mortgage is due or my savings are running out yeah. and I need more business how do you operate how how did you operate in your business when you you know the bank account was low or the rent was due and yet you also had this wisdom of law of attraction are there any like rituals or tools or tips that you use throughout the day that Mm. you can share this is such a good question the way I think about this is you need to separate all of these things that are happening. So the money that you have in your account or the money that you don't have in your account, whatever your bank account looks like, you need to understand that that is the result of the thoughts and the feelings and the actions that you're taking. Your bank account exists separately from your business, your customers and anything that you're doing on Instagram. So I think the first place to start is to really look at your fears about money and about the rent being due, the mortgage being due, because you don't want that to leak over into your business when you're showing up online. So if you're concerned about your rent being due, using this example, but it could be for anything, right? You're like, oh, I want to quit my job or whatever. You first need to unpick why is that scary for you? Like, it's interesting that this happened to me during lockdown when so many people was also going through like financial flux. Like everyone was kind of, they were being um, being made redundant, people on furlough. So everyone kind of had this like financial conversation going on. But you really need to ask yourself, what is the fear there? For me, it was like the fear of my landlord thinking that I'm inadequate or I'm not good enough or the fear of you know I grew up and I never wanted to be short on money I always wanted to like be really secure and really financially stable I think you need to look at what those fears are and get yourself to a place where you feel comfortable no matter what the outcome will be when that payment is due or when that when your mortgage will be due and I like to think of this as like creating a fail plan like what will happen will you have to send an email to your mortgage provider or your landlord will you have to call a family friend like 
really get really like minute like what will be your fail plan how will you support yourself if that was to happen are you going to criticize yourself and judge yourself for you know it not working out or are you going to treat yourself with love and create that sort of energy for you to then go launch into your business in terms of tools to do that I would write down all of my fears write down all of my thoughts and then process that negative emotion if it's anxiety that you're feeling processing that emotion if it's fear that you're feeling processing that emotion so that's a separate thing then when you're coming into your business you really want to be coming in from the place of I've got 30 days or two weeks to create the result that I want I'm going to give so much value so that the result that I want has to happen. And you really want to be focusing on what you'll be thinking about yourself when you create this outcome. I am a person who has something valuable to say. It's easy for me to create money. People love hearing me talk about my topic, about my subject. They are looking for the answer right now and I'm the one that has it. When you're thinking all of those thoughts, you've forgotten about your bank account, you're thinking about all of those thoughts, you're getting into that very attractive manifesting space. It makes taking the action that you need to take so much easier. And the result of that is that you will create money into your bank account. But you cannot do that from the place of I don't have the money. You almost need to like put it in a box and be like okay cool me who has the money and who has it figured out she's not worried about what's happening in her bank account she's just like serving her clients the best that she can and she's using that energy to do that yeah I love that energy of service like it's not just it's not about me Mm, it's about that it's like no one will ever shop from you in order to make you feel okay. Like you don't go into a sweet shop and you're like, you buy something from the sweet shop to make the shopkeeper feel better about his life or his mortgage. You yeah, never yeah. Or like, oh, I'm so, I'm so excited to buy these sweets to be able to, so he can pay his mortgage this month. You're like, yeah. I want sweets. Yeah, literally. Like I want sweets. You have sweets. I'm going to buy the sweets from you. And so you never want to give anyone that you're serving in your business that kind of burden because it repels. And I want to give you a really tangible way to do this. I like to draw a timeline on a piece of paper. So a point A and a point B. Point A, write down all the thoughts that you're having. I can't afford this. No one's signing up for my workshop. I'm afraid that, you know, I'm going to let someone down. Whatever those thoughts are, write down all your negative thoughts at point A. And on the other side of the timeline under point B, write what you want the result to be and write what would you be thinking when you create that result? So if you're wanting to create £5,000, oh, uh, I knew it would happen this way. I'm an amazing coach or service provider. People love what I have to offer, all of these things. Manifestation is the process of changing your thought process from where you are to point A, but believing your point B thoughts whilst you're at point A. 
So whatever actions you need to do in order to make that very believable for you, that is the thing that is going to shorten the distance and change the space on your timeline. And I love thinking about it that way because it really highlights, okay, all these thoughts I have right now at point A, they're just sentences. How can I make my point B thoughts more real to me? Like, what games how do I want to flirt with the universe what games do I want to play what do I need to ask for what do I need to step into and yeah essentially how you manifest any goal (laughs) yeah yeah I mean that right there I hope people listening are making notes because that on a free podcast is worth potentially thousands of pounds if you put that into action totally and It's one of those things. This is why I speak about dating and roller skating and making friends and anything that I want to create in my life is that when you learn how to do it in your business, if that's the place that you're starting in terms of manifestation and spirituality, you can take it into any area of your life because it is the foundational principles of the universe. So test it out on something fun. Set yourself a really fun sales goal or impact goal this month and see what you can create with it. Have fun with it. What lessons are you learning? What, where can you improve this? And also look at other areas in your life where results come really easy, easily to you and ask yourself, okay, so maybe in my marriage or maybe in my friendships, like it's really great and abundant. How can I take the lessons that I've learned there into my business into what's happening on Instagram for me or in my bank account and what you will find is even though that they're different subjects and different topics we all create goals in the exact same way yeah that is golden like how do I show up in areas of my life where I get what I want yeah (laughs) like how am I what is my energy what action am I taking what are my beliefs about that area like in that example maybe they believe I am surrounded by positive people. I create, I, it's really easy for me to make friends. You know, maybe there's that element of ease. Like what is it that is missing and how can you like recreate that in your business, right? Totally, totally. And again, it comes back to the idea of like looking at the thoughts in your mind, because in our business, there's so many things where we can be like, no, it's true. I only have 500 followers. It's impossible for me to hit my sales goal. Like that's just the thought that you're believing. Like you're associating like the numbers of followers you have with the money in your bank account. You don't have to make that true if you don't want to, but it's really understanding that whatever you're thinking, you will prove it true. So you really want to make sure you're thinking the highest, most abundant, best thoughts that you possibly can and prove those things true rather than thinking your fears over and over again and having that manifest. Mm. Yep. Amen. Literally. Nothing else to add. (laughs) You're like, I'm good. Kat, I'd love to ask you, what would you say your biggest sort of ritual for manifestation is so I am a big fan of journaling which is why I was like nodding away when you were like yeah writing the thoughts down like allowing that fear to have it say like okay I'm almost like okay babes oh okay oh it's really upset right now isn't it yeah oh it's really scary and I like talk to it like a little baby in my journal 
um or sometimes I'll just say it out loud to myself to be honest so I'm a big fan of that um and I also ask myself every day I write down what I'm calling in as if I already have it so every single day I have um you know x amount of dream clients or I have um 150 amazing like-minded women inside my membership or whatever I am personally manifesting in my personal life or professional life and then I ask myself well how would I show up today if I already have it Mm. so how could I show up what action would I take if I already have it and sometimes it's putting on lipstick like it could be the most ridiculous thing sometimes it's going on Instagram live and selling myself sometimes it's going for a walk but I'm always listening to my intuition knowing that it's guiding me like I'm guided by what I desire rather than what I'm scared of that for me like that element of like fun and like pleasure is huge for me with manifestation because when I feel good I'm like that magnet (laughs) yeah Totally. I hear you. I love that so much. It's bringing up so much to mind for me because I'm working on something at the moment for myself personally. And what I've been doing is tapping into that place of me having it already, like physically creating that energy. I think one of the biggest misconceptions of manifestation is we're like, oh, I have a million pounds, I have a million pounds, and we don't feel the emotion of having it. We're just, like, saying it to ourselves. Nothing like a, mad, like a madman in a mirror, just like, million yeah. pounds. <laughs> come on, universe, come on through when you have to feel it. So in terms of the way that I tune in and feel it, one of the things at the moment is doing, like, a really, like, fast rigorous yoga flow and as I'm doing that yoga flow I'm bringing to mind the image the numbers that I want to see on my stripe account the messages I want to be getting in my emails and all of those things um I've been doing a lot of like EFT tapping as well so for anyone listening who don't doesn't know what tapping is there's a really cool guy on YouTube called Brad Yates and he has all of these scripts of where you tap on the different meridian points and you talk yourself into what you're wanting to create really really fun and just like you my journal is my best friend like it's super fun like I have all my journals from 2020 and I don't often go back and read them but the problems I had in 2020 I'm looking at them and I'm like girl this is not this is a non-issue but anytime (laughs) anytime I felt a negative emotion so at the time for me um I was experiencing really high levels of anxiety so anytime my anxiety came out my fear came up I would stop what I would be doing go to my journal and write down what is going in my going on in my brain right now and what am I feeling like where am I feeling it is it in my chest is it under my diaphragm is it low in my stomach I would rate the feeling out of 10 okay I'm feeling this feeling at the bottom of my stomach it's like a black hole it's like a six out of 10 I was just thinking the thought I'm not good enough to do this and when you go and do that in your journal what you realize is that your thoughts are connected to your emotions and the thoughts that you decide to think are going to create emotions and therefore results 
that are either going to be pleasing or unpleasing to you. And so every time you practice going into your journal to solve a challenge, to process a thought, to process emotion, and especially if you start with your negative emotions, right, it becomes so much easier to be like, okay, I'm thinking I'm not good enough to do this. I'm feeling that emotion. What is it I need to tell myself to get through this moment? What is it I'm really wanting to hear? What do I wish someone would tell me? Can I be that best friend to myself? What does the universe think about this moment? What does me from a year's time reading this situation, what does she think? What is she wanting to tell me right now? Because she's not going to, your future self is never going to be like, yeah, you're not good enough. She's going to be like, girl, you got this. I'm believing in you. You're in the thick of it. It's all good. Let's go make this money. Get this clients. Get to work. She's yeah. like loving you so hard right now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. I 1000% agree. And um, the emotions is so important. And that it kind of sums up what I what I was trying to describe in that something I often say is it's not actually about what you want it's how you're going to feel when you have what you want so tapping into those emotions say you want your own business because you want freedom well how can you feel that sense of freedom in your life today and that for me is that manifestation of how do I show up as if I already have it because for me like success in my business feels powerful it feels sexy it feels like fun and pleasurable so all those things are available for me today Mm. how can I feel them today knowing that though like in the same way we're pro so we're processing the negative emotions but then we're going well how do I want to feel instead how will I feel when I have what I want and how can I feel that way now knowing that like I am that powerful that I get to feel feel like a millionaire millionaire now even if I've got only like five or in my bank account or whatever the situation is yeah and it's such a trip a trip because we are taught that you have the thing then you have the permission to think positive thoughts about yourself manifestation doesn't like that doesn't work like that you have to think those thoughts about yourself in order for the thing to arrive. And it's kind of like getting your brain to stop looking at the number in your bank account and start imagining, creating that image and that, what do I want to call it? Creating that experience inside yourself, inside your body, inside your mind that, that feels so real that the that your external circumstances has to meet the vibe and the level that you've got going on inside. It's like you can't wait for the clients to come to feel really confident in your coaching or confident in your business. You need to be bringing that energy now, even when you've got zero clients, even when it feels like you're so far away. It's the only way to manifest. Yep, 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 yep. (laughs) Like, how are you going to expect to be fully booked with clients if you're showing up like, oh, I've only got one client, that's not enough. Like, no, we show up for that one client as if they're the most important person in the world. 
with the same exact energy that we would be showing up if we had 10 totally I like so true like it's like showing up for like 100 followers as if you had 10,000 don't have a hundred followers and be like oh I can't be bothered to post today because it's not going to create the 10,000 if that's like your goal it's you have to be that person first create that result inside yourself first in order for it to manifest physically yeah (laughs) some truth bombs have been dropped today yeah I'm literally sweating from this conversation like my brain is so like on fire (laughs) oh so good so good right let's head into the quick round so I ask every guest these questions at the end of the podcast the first question is what is one if someone's going to take just one message or one takeaway from this episode what would you want it to be decide what you want and talk yourself into it that's all you have to do I don't care what it is your dream husband your dream car um a nationally recognized business decide what you want and talk yourself into it amazing what is a goal that you're working on right now Mm. or a manifestation I should say manifestation I'm working on right now is finishing the year at 70k hell yeah amazing (laughs) and that feels really good to me right now (laughs) yes amazing um what is a resource that you're loving right now A resource that I'm loving right now from like someone else could be anything M- most people say themselves the universe the journal like anything anything but it's always, like go to right I'll now be super honest a resource that I'm loving right now is I think there's two things is so my 70k goal it's kind of like I'm loving creating that and making that really real for myself because there's so many ideas that come from like, oh, I've already created this. Like, and there's all these ideas that come from my brain. And so I guess I'm tapping into that, but also I'm loving my yoga practices right now. So like I do lots of like yoga with Adrian videos on YouTube and it's so random because yoga has been a place that has helped me manifest so much. I'm not quite sure 100% why that is, but a resource that I'm loving is definitely those yoga videos. Oh, I love that. And she is great. Yeah, she is. I think it's because it brings you back to that connection with your body, like feeling all of the sensations in your body and letting your sensations be the center of your experience when in the world we can disconnect from our bodies and disconnect from who we are and focus on that external thing and I think having a practice where that brings you back to your body is so important I mean your body is a vehicle where manifestation takes place like why shouldn't it be center yeah yeah and it's getting you out of your head and out of your ego as well yeah totally I would also say Brad Yates the tapping videos on YouTube also really awesome 
I'll I'll definitely be checking those out because I love a bit of tapping. Okay, great. Um, the next and last question is to me, putting myself first means fill in the blank. To me, putting myself first means loving myself harder than I've ever been loved before. Powerful. (laughs) Powerful. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kyra. I've absolutely just, like, I am just tingling from this conversation. So, so good. Please, can you tell us where we can connect with you? Where should people go to like work with you what have you got what are you putting down that they can pick up like let us know (laughs) yeah I love that thank you um I've also loved this conversation as well thank you so much for having me on so at the moment if you're wanting if you've really enjoyed the things I shared on this episode the way that you can connect with me is working with me one-on-one so if you want to read more about my program you can go to www.kyramatthews.com forward slash next level. I'm trying to remember everything, but go um, to my website. There's all the information about working with me one-on-one and really taking the things that I shared on this podcast and really applying it and implementing it to where you are in your business right now. Amazing. And are you on Instagram as well? Yes. So follow me on Instagram at Kyra the Bold. I have so much fun there. You'll hear all about my fun dating stories. I may have even manifested my dream man by the time this episode comes out. So yeah, holding the vision. (laughs) Holding the vision. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Make sure you go and connect with Kyra. Um, You have a podcast as well. It's no room for doubt, right? yes yeah see this is what I mean like I'm like I forgot everything no this is why I'm like babe plug yourself get like yeah (laughs) you have podcast fanatics listening like go and listen to your podcast (laughs) yeah so my podcast is so fun every week there's different um concepts about mindset and manifestation that you can take and apply to your business um it's super super good so it's called no room for doubt you can find it everywhere you listen to listen to podcasts and I've also started this really fun thing where if there's a challenge or a question that you're having coming up in your business you can go to the link in my bio at Kyra the Bold and you can submit a question and I'll answer it on the podcast too so make sure you listen to some episodes go and submit a question if there's something a burning desire on your heart and yeah can't wait to see you over there yes amazing thank you all so much for listening please um tag us in your instagram stories share like your biggest juiciest takeaways from today's episode maybe share it with a friend who you know needs to hear it too like just spread the manifestation vibes because more people need to know about this and like i said before genuinely you could have paid for this like (laughs) the value that Kyra has shared in this episode is hot like fire value so please take notes implement and share it around because more people need to hear it yes yes do tag me I love that If you are here at the end of the episode, I am sending you so much love and gratitude for spending your time listening to the podcast this week. 
make sure you're subscribed and following in your podcast app so you don't miss the next one. I would love for you to share your biggest takeaway from this episode with me on social media. So if you're over on Instagram, please tag me in your stories at cat underscore horrocks or just send me a DM. And if you agree that the impact and message behind the Put Yourself First podcast needs to be spread far and wide, please rate and review Put Yourself First in Apple Podcasts and share this episode on to a friend. To discover more about the Put Yourself First community, including how we can work together, head to cathorrocks.com or if you're on the go, check out the show notes for the links that you'll need. Have a wonderful day and don't forget to put yourself first.